0: amazing guys welcome back to another podcast of road to abundance today i have a special guest it's a friend of mine that i met recently super amazing human and probably the best real estate agent in america so it's harren kerman eight billion dollar in sale around 800 million every year well that's crazy thank, thanks for <laughs>
1: thanks for having me i like your shirt by the way
0: thank you <laughs> it's in Bali.
1: it's Perfect
0: shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, well, you started from humble beginning. I don't yeah. know your story yet. Yeah. I'm still gonna hear it tonight, but uh, today. But um, now you're very successful, and I've been talking to you for a little while. I saw your office, your stuff, and I like your energy. So tell me how you went from this humble beginning to super successful uh, in real estate.
1: Yeah, um, you know, it's a funny story. I think from from uh, from difficulties. Kind of, I I almost think every difficulty that I ever had led me to where I am today. Um, my dad was a school teacher, my mom or my dad was a trucker, my mom was a school teacher. And growing up, I couldn't read, I couldn't write, I couldn't talk actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so until I was like eight, I had this horrible stutter. <laughs> um, I couldn't say the word "r," and so. Uh, my name had Aaron in it. So it was like my my nightmare was like every like like the first day in school was my nightmare because I couldn't even say my own name. <laughs> uh, and from there, it was like a really kind of tough educational childhood. Um, on top of that, I was gay, so I didn't really feel like I fit in that much. And so you knew you were gay. From I knew I was gay the beginning s- since I was like really young. Wow. yeah. And then, uh, on top of that, um, I just literally couldn't pass a test. So, I failed, literally. I don't know how you (laughs) fail first grade, but I failed first grade. (laughs) And that set the trajectory for what was me having to cheat my way through school. So I literally had to cheat. (laughs) I I love (laughs) it. You love it. I hated the it. Cheating is my way. Uh, I, that was that was my way. I had to cheat. I literally always picked the smartest person to sit next to, and I would I would like literally copy them. And, it's being smart. Uh, I mean, you do what you got to do. You, you yeah. do what you got to do. But the funny thing is, I learned from from that later in life, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll back into that. Um, but yeah, so I cheated through elementary, high school, college, um, and it wasn't until I started my own business and I started my own life and I was working for myself that I was like. I can do this. And it was like the second I started, I just flourished. Uh, and um, I think because I couldn't read, write, or talk very well, I was able to connect with humans mm-hmm. and, and figure out who people are really quick, which ultimately led me to be like a master salesman. And that connection has helped me to just propel my business.
0: Yeah. Because I think it's the best thing. Like, your energy, first time I met you. So we talked a little. Then I we went to lunch. And I was like, wow. Like, I, I feel energy of people. And I was like, this person is a real person. He's not like, like, it's Los Angeles. You never know who you're going to yeah. meet, what you're going to meet. Yeah. And I don't stay around people, even if they're successful, if I don't like their energy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, he's actually very genuine and, mm-hmm. and real. So that's what I liked about you from the first moment. Thank yeah.
1: you. I appreciate it. I mean, I think... I think energy is everything, right? Energy in life is everything. Mm -hmm. And um, it's all how you approach it. It's all about how you approach people. And so for me, I always approach people with like, who are you? And how can we be of service together, right? Because in life, we all help each other, right? Yeah, exactly. uh, Some people are like, oh, that person's a user. And some people are users, right? But sometimes we could all use each other to get to where yeah. we want to be. And that's what I learned. Uh, and when I was young, I didn't know that. So I always felt like insecure and <laughs> I was lying to people and and and, and, and I feel like I was like a bullshit artist. And it wasn't until I got super grounded and super content with myself that I did the opposite. I was like, okay, every moment, be transparent. Talk about where you want to go, how you could help each other, how you could be of service, how mm-hmm. how we can use each other for exactly. good. Right. That- and we keep
0: a good relationship. So if we both know what we're giving and getting, um, that's, I think, when nobody gets hurt. If you're real and honest, that's exactly. when you don't feel like, like the other's a user.
1: Uh, exactly. I, mean, I hit you up. I, I didn't know who you were. And I actually hit you up because I noticed you had this great like social media presence. And like <laughs> I was telling you, I don't like my social media yeah. presence. And so I'm trying to study it and am trying mm-hmm. to learn. And so I'm very transparent about yeah. everything we do. And that transparency and truth-telling has led me to really good things, right? Uh, Instead of bullshitting people and telling them what they want to hear, I kind of do the opposite. And I tell people what challenges are and what they're going to be up against and what it's going to take to win. Mm -hmm. And I feel like people really appreciate that truth.
0: Yeah. And especially nowadays, like, it's been shifting more and more. And, like, the true people, it's who going to make it and who long-term is going to be winning.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the world's elevation has gone Really high, right? Yeah. I think there was a moment when, like, it was a very superficial world, world. right? And it was all about the car, the house. And Motivation, like, cranking m- the correct, Lambo. And and, yeah. and, and and now I think we're getting to a place of elevation. Not mm-hmm. everyone, right? We all have yeah. a lot of work to do, including myself. But I think that um, ultimately we all want to do good, right? And mm-hmm. so whatever it is you're in, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, it's like as long as you're, like, honest and real about it. Yeah. I think that that's the way to go, and I noticed for me when I stopped bullshitting, when I stopped lying, <laughs> when I told it like it was, even if it was bad news, people were kind of like, okay, I can get it. Yeah. And like I'm in a business that's there's millions of people in real estate. Like there's four million. There's, yeah. there's double the people in the business than there is transactions, right? Yeah, it's and crazy. so in that world, like everyone's kind of like, you know, you know, you think you have to tell people what they want to hear. But the reality is you kind of don't. You could be mm-hmm. super Blunt, you know, plus nice. in a nice kind of way. Yeah, obviously. yeah,
0: of course. Uh. And to, we'll come back to your success and how you built it, but I like that you said when you grounded yourself and um, you become that person. So what triggered this and what
1: did you do in order to become Haran that you are now? It's a good question. Um, I, I would say something happened. I, I got in a fight with one of my assistants. Um, This was probably about fifteen years ago, and one of my assistants said, "You are so full of shit, and I hate you." And I was like, (laughs) "I was, I was like, it really hurt my, it really hurt my feelings." But it, 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 I needed to take a deep look at why she said that, right? And I, I, I had a life coach, and, and I go to this life coach that's helped me for years. And she oh, The goes, person you told me about. Yeah, the person yeah. I actually want you to see. And I, I said, I, I went to her, I said, this happened. <laughs> and the, my life coach goes, are you full of shit? And I kind of realized I was. Like, I was just, I talked the talk. I looked the look. I felt like I was doing what people wanted me to do mm-hmm. rather than being, like, authentic to myself. Yeah. And um, so she goes, stop. Just never tell a lie again. Just tell it like it is. I love it. And then there was also this really valuable lesson at the time. I think I had like $600 million in inventory. And I was having a horrible year. Like just nothing was sticking. I wasn't making the deals that I was used to. I wasn't making the money that I was used to. And she goes, stop lying and get rid of the people that are bad. Get rid of the people that are- In your
0: business or your life.
1: And my Really, it was in business at this point. Because I had all these clients. I had $600 million in houses and nothing was selling. And she's Mm -hmm. like, obviously, you have a bad group. And so I thought about it, and I don't always take her advice, but I took her advice, and I fired every single client I had. (laughs) I fired them all. So I went from having $600 million in inventory, which is like, if you do the math on what we make per deal and commission. It's a lot of money. It's a lot. Millions. Like, millions and millions of dollars. I let it all go. And I remember thinking, holy shit, I'm at zero. Like, I have zero now. What am I going to do? And what I learned was I just kind of went in with that straight talk, talk talk, walk to walk. And within three months, I had another $600 million back. It was all flowing. I was killing it three months later. And the lesson that I learned, and it was a really valuable one, is... It was kind of like know your people, like know know who you're going to like, know who's going to like you. And if you know that they're not your people, it's okay because you're not going to be good for everybody. Not everybody's going to be good for you. So as long as you can like find the people that you are going to be good for, you will be successful.
0: That's crazy, it's like manifestation. It's like a big failure. We see it as a, people see it as a failure. It's more like a step back. You reorganize your life, and then you're ready to the next level, and three months you were back on track. Yeah. Even more money, because now the inventory is okay. flowing, and those clients, often often the people that are successful, like yourself, yeah. they made it, they surround themselves yeah. with the same type of people, so those clients gonna bring you more deal.
1: For sure, and the other thing that was kind of, like I was going through this life change, and I think that from life change comes amazing things, right? Mm-hmm. Like from failure comes greatness. Yeah. Um, I was at I, you know, I was, you know, a director of one of the largest, most prestigious luxury real estate companies in the in the country. And because I wasn't doing great that year and the competition was so weird, I was at this crossroads. And somebody had offered me ownership into this really kind of it was a decent company, but there was zero luxury. And they offered me some ownership to build it. And I went from this Great company to this new, unestablished company. But that also just, like, was this crazy trajectory of, like, building my career. Because I was like, I need to make it. I got to do it. I'm going to turn this company around. I'm going to turn my business around. And so I went from the most prestigious to literally the lowest. But that year, I doubled my business. And it was come best. I, like... Uh, no, not it was the we were bought and sold a couple times after. Okay. Um now we're obviously like the third largest company in in the country and the number one agent in that but it was, you know, a different moment but what I learned is like you don't always have to be at the biggest or the best to do really mm-hmm. well. Sometimes you can build it. And yeah. sometimes you have to build it or start fresh. And so I started to really appreciate underdog like the underdog like i love the underdog company i love the underdog person like because i realize like at the end of the day anything is possible
0: yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and um let's talk about you're very successful you had those things happen to you Mm -hmm. tell me what's your routine like what makes you successful uh i remember in your office i saw the ego inside of a cage it's like a bird cage and there's the word ego inside and it's i was like wow this is crazy i I love this like put your ego in a cage and and try to fight it because the ego is always there but you read
1: probably you have LT habits like tell me about it um so we're always working towards our goals right and i think i have a lot of work to do um Mm -hmm. uh, you know i you know i read and i write and i teach and i speak and i i I do my best to inspire um it's hard to practice what you what you preach right um you know i always say live balanced live organized live structured <laughs> but when you're successful like sometimes the schedule comes nailing right um i will tell you what i do try to do though um, yeah i try to work out not as much as you but <laughs> i try to hit the gym uh, i should go with you more because sure uh, let's obvious, do it when i'm back uh, let's do it when you're back uh I would have a better body at that point. Um, I try to meditate. I think meditation is super important for Mm -hmm. grounding. Um, Every day I try to read the paper because I like to understand what's happening in the world and apply it to my life and my business. Mm -hmm. Um, And what's the most important for me is starting my day out right. I notice if I just wake up and I start doing business and I'm on the phone, I get into the zone of feeling like I'm backward. Yeah. And so if I start, Right with meditation, swim, gym, uh, newspaper, I start my day feeling great. And I can take all that grounding energy and turn it into success.
0: That's amazing. Yeah, Yeah. the the morning routine, I feel the same. If I jump on my phone when I wake up, I feel like my day is not going as well. Like if I wake up two hours before, an hour before, And I start the day and I ground myself and I read and I do my meditation and stuff. You start the day like manifesting what you want instead of
1: having life tackle you. And I'll tell you the other thing I try not to do. You're not going (laughs) to like this, though. You're not going to like this. I try to stay away from social media in the morning. It's good. You Um, should. Social media can be like an amazing tool, but it also can be a tool that, can be competitive, right? Yeah. Somebody is always better looking, <laughs> richer, more successful, and so I, what? What I try to do is run my own race and mm-hmm. figure out what my agenda is today yeah. and where I want to go. And if I'm looking at other people's agenda, or if I see my competition, or if I see this as a, all of a sudden I'm in my own head, right? I'm yeah. like, and then I'm not running my own race. So I try to run my own race, figure out where I want to go, not let the external world affect it. But then study the external world to make sure that I am where I need to be as well.
0: Actually, I love it. That's what you should be doing. Mm. Like, even me, if I jump on Instagram when I wake up, it's not good to start my day. I get distracted, girls, car, all this stuff. And remember, Coming from
1: 1.5 million followers, yeah. I feel like you're pretty
0: busy on Instagram. Though. Yeah, it's my work, so I tend to to lose time on it. Like, I shouldn't be, like, that's my goal. When I come back from Canada, uh, new apartment, new routine, and in it, no cell phone in the morning for the first two hours. Yeah. Like, no Instagram, no nothing. Because it actually distracts us. As you said, we look at other people, and they only put the best. Man. So we think they have the money, the cars, the this, the that, but a lot of them are not happy and it was like Dan and I saw a video yeah. um that he was like it's never enough girl it's never enough money and he was so yeah. unhappy and he's like I opened two years I'm not in social media anymore and I quit all this world and yeah like for a lot of guys he was like the man
1: well I think people look at um other people as, as, as judges but I think at the end of the day like most important is liking yourself right mm-hmm. if you don't like yourself you're gonna suck for everybody else and so one of the things that I always try to figure out is like, what is right for me? And what am I going to like, you know, people cheat, people, people <laughs> lie, like it's part of life right? and we're humans and we're going to mm-hmm. make mistakes and that's normal. That's a normal human part of life. Yeah. Right. But what I realized is when you do things that are not good for yourself, knowing that they're not good for yourself, ultimately it's going to come up in a different way. And the older I got, the more I realized that the the more clean I live, and by the way, I'm not like perfect, right? But the more clean I live, the better I will feel about myself. Mm -hmm. And as long as I feel good about myself, I will do good things. Yeah. And, you know, I meet some of the richest, famous people in the world. I represent kings, queens, celebrities, um, pretty much the who's who, and people that are a lot smarter than me, richer than me, more famous than I, right? All of these things, but when I look at them, like I feel super content. And I think that that level of comfort makes them comfortable, and they know that I'm an expert at what I do and that I won't bullshit them and that I'm not that easily impressed. Yeah. Like, as long as they're, you know, just because somebody's rich or famous, that that doesn't impress me. What impresses me is how, how they got there and what led to their success and what type of person they are right and are now. becoming. Correct. Yeah. Correct.
0: But that's, that's good. Nobody's perfect. Even me, even if I preach all that life. So I have days that it's not a good day. Or I have days that it's like we're all working towards it. Like if every, if people were perfect, there would not be involvement. Like no but journey. I don't know
1: about you. I feel like on those days, like I'm the hardest critic for myself, which I teach <laughs> not. But on those days that you slide, you're like, God, I'm sliding. I'm sliding today. And you feel the slide. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, how can I get out of this? How? Wh- wh- what is it that le- like I always try to figure out? Well, what led to wh- this? What led to that moment? Why am I at home at eight o'clock eating pasta <laughs> and in a bad mood? Like, what happened today that got me there? And then try to work backwards from that. So, so what do
0: you do? Like, you feel unfocused, overwhelmed, or, or or you have days like that? Like, what's your go-to? Like,
1: okay, I need to meditate. I need like, what do you do? I'm a huge fan of stopping, and and. Uh, it could be any time of day and just regrounding. And by the way, sometimes I have to do, you know, we're in meetings. We're sometimes doing TV, sometimes mm-hmm. interviews, sometimes meeting clients. And, you know, the go, go, go of a, of, yeah. of a busy person can lead to who knows what caused a moment of stress or um, feeling insecure about something. And that has consequences, right? And so I just try to regroup every all the time. Like, if I'm having a bad day, I'll, like, step outside. I'll go for a walk. I'll walk with my dog's. I'll run, I'll take a swim, I'll, you know, drink water. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> but as long as I could regroup the energy then, yeah. and start again. And and the thing that's beautiful about where we are is every minute's a new moment. And I always yeah. tell people where you are today, you may not be tomorrow. Uh, and I, I've seen people and no joke, like in my business, you know, I've sold like $8 billion worth of houses, right? I've seen people start with $50,000 and they're living in like 80 million dollar houses, no joke. And I've seen I've seen that trajectory. And I remember I got a call from a guy who was buying like a seven hundred thousand dollar house. And he could barely afford that seven hundred thousand dollar house. And I he called me, he's like, Aaron, I would need to sell my house. This was after I sold it to him. And I remember thinking, shit, I I probably shouldn't have sold him this house because I thought he couldn't afford it any longer. So he's like, actually no, I want to buy a new house. I was like, okay, great. So I said, you know, what's the address? He gave me this address. I looked it up on the computer, and it was a $42 million house.
0: He went from $700,000?
1: 700000 How long? A year. A year? One year. Wow, what did he do? He was in the entertainment business, and one of his movies— I, I don't want to say who just because, you know, for privacy, but one of his movies hit huge, and he went from a $700,000 guy at house— to a $40 million house. Wow. And it happened in one year. And I called him back and I said, I think I got the wrong address. <laughs> give, 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 I was like, Can I get the address again? So he gave me the address again. I Googled it. I go, I called him again. I go, I think I got the wrong address. This is what I'm seeing. He goes, No, that's right. I want to buy it. Let's go look at it. Wow. And I and I and I looked up what the situation I was like, I was like, wow. And that's it just crazy. shows you like. Every day is how a new powerful day. Every it is. day, every day is so powerful. Every day is a change. Every day is a way yeah. to redirect. And so that beginning of the day and every day is like we should be so grateful for that. Even mm-hmm. if we're in a bad spot, even yeah. if our finances are, you know, shit. You know, I, you know, I, I'm, as good as I am, I have been bankrupt before. I mean, I, it yeah. happens. Like you know, I, I did make...
0: bankrupt too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, but <laughs> yesterday on the podcast, I was talking about manifestation and how people like. In this 5D reality, there's no time. So no past, no present, no future. Yep. And on the 3D, sometime we're stuck with the past and the future. And we're like, okay, I want this, I'm want i in this $700,000 house. I want to be in this 42. It's going to take me 50 years, 12 years, whatever. Yeah. It, because people told us that it's long. This guy did it in a year. And that's what I call manifestation. He manifested in his life yeah. and he went success. Yeah. And then he's a successful person. And people often, it could be one person you meet right. that changed your life.
1: But it's not just. I mean, listen. I think manifestation is a huge part, right? But it's manifestation meets work. Work. Yeah, and you gotta put in the time, and it meets kind of mapping out. You're like, okay, how do I? Mm -hmm. How am I gonna get from here to here? Yeah, and knowing that as you get there, there's gonna be a ton of failure, right? Yeah, and every day, like every day, to get to that level, you're gonna fail. Like that guy. Do you know how many? Movies he had to pitch to get to probably that series, a lot. like yeah. hundreds. And do yeah. you know how many rejections he probably took together? And if you take every rejection and utilize and internalize it, that's when we sink.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: for me, like one of the one of the things I do, and it it's been like a lifesaver in my business. I sell these huge houses, right? $30 mm-hmm. $50 Thirty million, fifty million, hundred million, two hundred million, and the stakes are massive. They're 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 big. They're $1 million dollars, two million dollars, yeah. three million per time. So if you lose something it could like physically hurt in the heart. You're like, oh my yeah, God, I, my heart million. hurts. I just love, <laughs> you know? And so what I started to do is I kind of look at it like a game. I'm like, okay, life can be like a game, right? And mm-hmm. it's all about strategy and the way we play it. So yeah. for me now, I want to play it the right way. Mm-hmm. And whether I win or whether I lose, whatever the outcome is, I'm not that committed to the outcome as long as I played it correct. Exactly, and, and when I say manifested, Actually,
0: like you said, if you put the work, so let's say I want to have a successful podcast, I want to have a successful vlogger, I want to be an influencer. actually, you have to do the thing for your body to become that person. You can just manifest it and not do the work right. like that that's what you're saying, basically. it's like you have this map, but you shouldn't you shouldn't have expectation. You do the work, you enjoy the journey, and life is gonna bring bring it to you.
1: Walk the walk, talk the talk yeah, right exactly. Um, sometimes when I was so committed to uh, anything. For some reason, holding onto it, it never <laughs> happened. I remember I wanted a television show, right? And I kept pitching, pitching, pitching. And people were like, yes, yes, yeah." It never happened. Finally, I was like, You're over, it, over it, over it. I don't want a show. I am where I am. I'm good. I don't need it. I run a great business. <laughs> I'm, you know, in my own right. And like three weeks later, I remember I got a call from a network going, okay, we're ready to give you a show. And so it's it's always that it's that line yeah. of give and release, give and take and that in the universe sometimes just really helps. It and does. so that's where I came up with the the thought that the outcome is just part of the process.
0: Yeah. Cuz sometimes we want to we want to choose so bad our life is going to give it to us and once we let go and we trust, yeah. that's what you kind of did. You let go and you're like it's done like and then life Okay, it's time, he's ready. Time, yeah. Because you wanted it so bad, and when you're in the frequency of want, you don't manifest it. And or then you like, want
1: it, and the universe is like, okay, but there's so much things, right? Yeah. It's like, I have a lot of friends that are single, like, and I'm like, look, enjoy being single. It's great. Mm-hmm. Because when the time is right, you're not gonna be, right? And so those single that single moment's gonna give you the lessons that will ultimately <clears throat> help you once you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I have people in relationships that are dying to be single. I'm like, yeah. you know, the, the, the universe will give you what you need when you need it. Mm-hmm. As much as we wanna curate curate all these things, a lot of it's out of our control too. Yeah. So all we can do is put ourselves at the right spot at the right time and help.
0: Yeah, a lot of people are like. I want to be in a relationship, this and that. Just live your life. Stop searching. Stop expecting. Like, every time you meet someone, like, is he going to be the one? Like, a no. lot of people are like, oh, love happened unexpectedly. Like, you just met the person. I
1: remember I wanted to be in a relationship. And I was, like, having fun, though. I always have fun, right? So I never was that <laughs> that committed to the cause. But I remember... The time that I was least interested in meeting somebody. I was on a beach, I was in Brazil, I was with my friends, we were having so much, was when I met my boyfriend. And so life has that way too, right? Where you just yeah. kind of like it it happens. Um, but I would say that 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 being joyous in life and just enjoying every moment. And, and I know this sounds corny, but like it, life is short. Is. You know, it, it's it, short. It should be. And every day I remind myself, I'm like, be playful, mm-hmm. be fun because as a as what I consider to be a master sales salesman people don't want that uptight energy they want they want to feel good they want to feel comfortable yeah. they want to know that you're happy because if mm-hmm. you're happy like if you're happy they're going to be happy right yeah. and and so I always say a level of selfishness is good too right because if you're not do good for yourself you won't be good for anybody else.
0: Yeah, I, it's like self-love. Like people are like, I'm being selfish. No, you're listening to yourself. If you don't feel like going there or doing that, just don't do it, right. like do whatever you want. And when you're going to be truly happy instead of saying yes to everything that you don't want to do. That's what I started doing two years ago. I was like, as of now, if I don't feel going to a dinner or doing something, I just say no. My
1: favorite My favorite thing is saying no. I mean, there's two <laughs> things. I love saying no. I like, I love not doing things. Uh, and I feel no guilt. Like I'm totally good. And the other thing I learned that I actually really like is saying, I don't know. Like as an expert, people think I know a lot in my business. I'm ranked probably one of the top in the world, right? So people think I'll know everything. And I'm like, actually, it's out of my pay grade. I don't know. And <laughs> I love that answer because I think authenticity is like the most yeah. important. And being authentic, I think over people feel that they need to overcompensate. And I love not knowing. I'm I'm good with it. Like yeah. I'm I'm good with saying it's out of my pay grade. Go find go find an expert because mm-hmm. this isn't my thing, or let me look into it, or let me figure it out for you. Yeah. Um. But like that authenticity is like what people want. I know, I know that's what I want anyway.
0: Yeah. I I do the same. Like, if if I'm not sure, I don't know. I can say I think it's that or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm like I don't know. Like it's it's better.
1: It's better. And if you look at like I mean some of my most successful people like, and these are like people with. You know, hundreds of millions of billions and fame and fortune. Like some of these people are the greatest, coolest, most chill people. And because they're just so authentic in their own skin and take it or leave it, right? And and I think that attitude is is, is what really works. Um, I see a lot of people in sales and they try to put on a facade of like, you know, like fake it
0: it until you make it. Correct. And
1: by the way, there is a theory that that can work. And I'm not that opposed to it. As long as you're not lying along the way.
0: Yeah. I would say, like, more present yourself good. So, yeah. it's okay to have a nice car. You don't need the fanciest car. You can have a nice car yeah. that you can afford. Nice cloak. You don't need to be all dressed up. Like you said, that's like authenticity. Right. If you feel like you feel good doing it, then do it. But, like, that would be your advice. Like, let's say that people want a business and stuff. Like, you would just say be, atten- be yourself. authentic. Be yourself. I
1: mean I mean, I... I We'll go into a $100 million appointment looking like this. I will meet kings and queens and CEOs with a t-shirt and jeans. Um, I realized, for me, I don't want to feel like I'm at work. Like, I don't like that vibe of Mm -hmm. feeling like I'm working. So for me, and I work a lot, so I was like, (laughs) fuck it. I'll just wear a t-shirt. I like that. I'll wear jeans. And that will make it more casual for me. And the day that I did that, you know, I remember I went on a $100 million listing with a shitty (laughs) t-shirt. And I remember my my friend was like, Are you my one of my staff was like, Are you going on that appointment like I was like, Absolutely. And I went in and, <laughs> and I got it. Like and ever since then I was like, Okay, I feel good being casual. Some people feel good being dressy. Whatever makes you feel good, you should do.
0: Exactly, because it's gonna show in your energy. Your your I'm like you. Like I never been like I was in fitness, so I was out, happy to always kinda being jogging and stuff. But when I was like younger, I remember one of the guy I was looking up to was Richard Branson. Okay. And I liked this philosophy because everybody could wear jeans yeah. and, and yeah. t-shirt at the office. And me, I was working at the bank.
1: Yeah.
0: Like at T D Bank and yeah. I was an employee and I was the, the best at what I was doing. And I was wearing T-shirt. Right. And I was the only one at the bank that could wear a T-shirt. And the new people were like, oh, this guy doesn't wear a shirt or a polo. They're like, Oh, don't worry about Mikey. Mike. He do whatever he wants here. <laughs> like, they were like, I was so good at, at doing my job and selling. Yeah. I got a promotion in three months and this. But I was like, guys, I can't wear this. It's stressing me. Though. Like, I can't yeah. do my sell. I can't, I can't be productive if I feel like I have the color. And <laughs> I was I was bigger. I was competing yeah. and stuff. So yeah. I was like 200 pounds. I was like, I don't feel good. Yeah. Well, and, it's
1: it's funny. Like, my friends say, the richer I got, the worse I look. Like, they always say that. Like, they're like, you look homeless. Like Half the time, they feel like I... I but I, I, I don't care that much about... Funny enough, I sell the biggest houses and <clears throat> stuff. I don't care that much about material. Yeah. Like, for me, material is... Uh, like, money, material, it comes and it goes. And it's more of like an energy. And it's yeah. more of a flow for me. And so... I think that that's also a really critical thing for success because a lot of people put too much emphasis on looking on, rich. The, on looking or feeling or being or like, you know, the truth of the matter is that car or that house may or may not give you happiness because mm-hmm. you have to have happiness from other sources. Yeah. Otherwise, it either will or it won't. Do exactly. I love my house? Yeah, I like my house. Do I like my cars? Sure, I like my cars. But do I identify with them? Like, do I make them as part of me? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I I, I I enjoy them, but it's not my defining factor.
0: I like that about you. Like, I'm I'm simple like that. Like, it's it's cool if if you want to buy a Louis and you can afford it, buy it. If yeah. you want to have a nice Porsche, I drive a nice car just because yeah. I like cars. And, but I could sell it tomorrow and I don't feel bad about it. I it was days that I didn't have it. It was days I couldn't even pay yeah. rent. So I I went from nothing to making money, and I had both a lot of yeah. money
1: and no money. And I'm like, you need to feel good. For yourself the uh, the I remember I grew up you know in a very modest family so my my parents never had a luxury car mm-hmm. and I remember I was like 17 and I wanted to get into real estate and I said mom I need a Mercedes like <laughs> and my mom never had a Mercedes like she had 15 year Volkswagens right and she goes what do you mean you need a Mercedes I said, well, I, I'm 18 I, or 17 I'm about to be 18 I'm going to real estate I need a nice car so she bought me a nice car it was like like the nicest gift ever And to this day, like, I buy my mom a car every, like, two years because I'm so grateful for her because she helped me get that. And at that moment in time, right, I needed a nice car because I didn't have the success yet. Correct. So it was just something that was important. As I got, you know, successful and as I look at people, at a certain point, you don't need it anymore Mm -hmm. because success speaks for itself.
0: Because you you also know, like, when you're successful and you feel successful and and you don't – judge yourself for the money and you know you have money and, and this and that and you don't need validation from yeah. other it shows. it shows and some people I remember at 19 I got a brand new BMW because mm-hmm. I was in a mar- like multi-level marketing MLM yeah. and I was like I need a car I need to show up that I'm making that money and I got a bike and this and that and then led up to my bankruptcy a few years yeah. later because <laughs> <Literally,
1: laughs> I, I had a bunch of other things that led to my bankruptcy which we won't get into oh. but I think that if I could, if I could take it all back, I, I have a boyfriend who's very pragmatic, right? He is very smart with money, and like if I to this day, if I want a luxury car that's three thousand dollars, four thousand dollars a month, right? He'll be like, "That's a payment on a condo," and he's right, like that's a payment on a condo, and yeah. so I think that. We as a society put so much emphasis and it's weird because I, I I a lot of my world is material, right? Mm-hmm. But we put so much emphasis on the material. But yeah. but we should put emphasis on how to live the right way through material. And yeah. if you could do that, that's how we could win. And, and and one of my biggest regrets was when I was younger spending like that and doing what you <laughs> did. Because had I had not had I had done it a little bit more pragmatically, I probably wouldn't have had to have declared bankruptcy at a certain point.
0: But I love it because I, when, it's when I looked back, I was like, fuck, I made like four or five hundred thousand and I have nothing left. And I was popping bottle and doing stupid stuff and going to the restaurant with my uh-huh. girlfriend. And it, it's how I was bringing her every day because I wanted to prove myself. So every morning at the breakfast uh-huh. and then I lost my business because of her and this and that. And I was like, wow, that, that everything led so to. Let me,
1: let me ask you a question. So. You must have felt insecure around her. If yeah. you were trying to impress her that much. Yeah.
0: Like, like a lot of guys do, like um, she was really hot yeah. and I was hurt from my previous girlfriend. Yeah. And then this girl, actually the problem was not for me because when you're in a relationship, yeah. if you trust your partner, like now you have a partner, if you trust the person, you're not going to feel insecure. Yeah. Now I could have a wife and I could let her talk with people. I wouldn't mind because… But she was me making me feel insecure because yeah. she was not safe. Like she wasn't yeah. feeling like that she loved herself and this and that. So it was always a relationship on the edge yeah. of oh, I'm gonna lose her. I'm gonna do this. And then she asked me that that summer that, oh, we never we're not spending enough time together, and she was living thirty minutes away, and I was driving back and forth every day because I had a business, two yeah. job. And I was doing some other stuff, too. And then, and then, <laughs> Things uh, you probably can't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was like, fuck, I'm coming. I slept with her at her place for a year straight. Like, I was mm. doing the back mm. and forth. And she was like, it's not enough. Like, you're working all the time. And I was like, what do you want? She's like, can we have the summer? So I didn't take client in my business. Yeah. And my business was from February to May that I had to build client for. I had window washing and, and, mm. and maintaining home. So... What happened is I didn't take client. In May, she dropped me and she cheated on me. And I was, like, stuck, no business for the whole summer. It was so bad.
1: And that's why I always say, be selfish, right? Like, it's great to be in love. It's great to Mm -hmm. like somebody. But, like, at the end of the day, somebody's going to – the right person's going to love you for you.
0: Right? If it's a good love. If
1: it's a good love, right? And so, like, I remember when I was younger, you would always – you know, for whatever reason, people make you insecure. Whether – It's, it's, it's wealth, power, fame, Mm -hmm. looks, it doesn't even matter, right? And so, but when you do find that right person, it's really soothing because you don't have to be, you don't have to try, you just be. And that person helps you get better, right? Exactly. And so now as part of like my routine, like anybody that doesn't help me get better Mm -hmm. or that I can't help get better is probably not the best fit in my life today. And so I'm really cautious about who I let into my world. Um, because I just want that energy. I want the mm-hmm. right energy. I want the right vibes. Yeah. I want the right growth. Um, and any, what what people don't realize is any slip could slip, right? Life changes in one minute. I've seen mm-hmm. the richest people get poor. I've seen the poorest people get rich. I've seen the best health get bad. You know, yeah. we, I, in my business, I've been lucky enough and unlucky enough to see it all. And so that's why it's like every decision we make, every coordination we make, every plan it's important. we make, it's important. Even what you're going to do on a Friday night can be important.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, I feel you on that. Mm. And sometimes it's hard to let go of those people that mm. we've been friends for a long time or a girlfriend. And people are like, I'm just like, let go. Let go. Like, let go of it. Just By the way, the best it.
1: thing, like, I used to be like, so when I was young, <laughs> I used to hate change and I used to hate to let anything goes yeah i think it was a a a response from being poor right yeah probably because i was like oh i can't let that go i can't let that go i can't let that person so i collect i call it collecting collecting people collecting projects and when you collect too much all of a sudden it just becomes this thing right yeah so as i got older and as i got more successful (laughs) my favorite thing to do letting go let people go i mean not for a reason right Yeah, yeah if a client's just not for me I have no issue firing a client, being like, yeah. I'm sorry, we're not a match. You'll find your match. I'll find a better match. Yeah. One door open, one door open, and keep it revolving. And that energy is what growth I is. is what growth comes from, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I remember, like, when I was a kid, I had this desk, right? And I was making a couple million. I mean, I was doing really well as a kid. And I, I had this little desk. And at the time, the owner of the company was like, we'd like to give you an office, and I didn't take it. I was like, I'm not taking the office. I'm doing really well at this desk, right? I was so I want to keep like, it. I'm keeping my desk. And I remember I had this little desk when I could have had a corner office because I was afraid of the energy shift. Yeah. And now I'm like all about the energy shift. Yeah, me shift, too. Even if things are good, keep it rolling, keep it moving because otherwise we become kind of stagnant. Yeah, and I move a lot. And, and
0: every year I clean like yeah. what I don't need and stuff. And I tell my mom all the time, I'm like, you need to sell the house and move. Yeah. You're stuck in that energy. You have a broke mentality. You can't make it in life if you don't change. And it's yeah. been like seven, eight years now that I talked to her and
1: right. she still didn't do it. And I'm like, mom, you have to do it. Let go. Just let go. Clean your life. By the way, I say this not because I'm a real estate agent and not because I make money selling houses. But I tell people to move every couple of years. Like even if you love your house, it's like mm-hmm. move up. Change, change cities, change because yeah. every time you change, something new, new is going to come from yeah. it, right? New neighbors, new friends, love it. New city, new, and and that change is what I just think change builds greatness. Yeah. Although sometimes change could be bad too. I mean, you got Yeah, but and you got to recognize for it, us, like, it was
0: working good so yeah, far. Yeah, right? for, for me, and, I, I like change.
1: And if change is a bad change, then you change it again. right? Exactly.
0: You're never stuck. That's You're what people stuck. like. They're like. Oh, but just move. Just go. Right. You, you don't feel like you belong in Texas or L.A. anymore. Just move. Like, I, I always listen to my feeling. When my feeling was like, Canada is not right for me anymore, move to L.A.
1: But flip side of that, I see the reverse floor plan, too, which is sometimes I see people just move too often, right? They, like, pick up. They leave. They change. <laughs> they they change jobs. They change careers. They change um, girlfriends, boyfriends, they changed the cars. And that could also be a lack of stability. Yeah. So if you're changing for the right reasons, I exactly. think it's great. But it's but people have to be careful with that too. Yeah. Because I, I see a lot of people just moving and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, wait. You want to build something first.
0: <clears throat> yeah, they might be chasing something. Correct. So Correct. if if. If you have your, your shit together and you're doing it for the right reason, then I think it can be beneficial for sure.
1: Right. It's interesting, though. Like, people are—I pe- 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 think the beauty of people is we fuck up. We yeah. fuck up, and we fix it, and we change.
0: Exactly. Um, if you would have, like, an advice, yeah. like, to give to people, like, right now.
1: Um, I think the advice that I would give people is enjoy the the ride— it's not all about the destination. And I mean that in like every facet from career (laughs) to personal to fun. Like I think today we take ourselves so seriously and we all have these goals and we're all so goal driven. And goals are great. Like I love goals and I, I, I create a goal every day. And by the way, we didn't talk about that, but have a goal, like that's one of the key things. But along the ride for that goal, Enjoy the process of the goal. But
0: you have to enjoy in order to, to achieve it. those yeah. goals.
1: Funny enough, though, I, I mean, uh, the, my goals, like, I never had, like, sales goals, per se. And I remember it was it was a very su- su- silly thing, but my, my boyfriend runs a bank or is a banker. He's, he's at a bank. And uh, he goes, well, what's your goal? And I was like, I don't know, babe. I, I sell what I sell when I sell. Like, I didn't have that number. Yeah. And he goes, that's insane. You need a number. And mm-hmm. so I kind of created a number for me and for my team. And it was so easy because once I had that number, I was like, okay, I'm on track. I'm where we need to be. I'm, I'm not, right? And it's yeah. so easy to gauge. And then the advice is enjoy that day.
0: Enjoy the ride. So you set up goal. Yeah. Like
1: oh, yeah. I think everybody every, for Like
0: weekly goal, monthly goal, everything.
1: A weekly goal, monthly goal. Yearly. yearly goal. I always tell people it can change. Have a five-year plan.
0: You like, also have a five-year plan because we talked about it. At, absolutely, like, uh, yeah. have a
1: ten-year plan. You yeah. know, have have those plans because at that least that you can change. You can change it, right? But yeah. at least at least you know having a plan and having a strategy at least keeps you on track to know yeah. where you are at the time. Now, if it changes, it changes exactly. If you're if you're behind, that's the other thing. People get upset about being behind, mm-hmm. and I'm like, don't be. Because it's it's a long it's a long race, yeah. And 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 recognize it's a long race. I, I see people all the day that have the short that run the short race, and mm-hmm. the short race very seldom wins. Yeah, very seldom wins. Very <laughs> it can. I mean, I, I it can, but I don't see it very often.
0: Yeah, I prefer the long run. And and it's like building a house. You need a plan. You need and a foundation. Then you can change if right. you're building, and you're like, I want to add this or this or that. You can always change, right. and there's no nothing and, wrong
1: and also pick the right people to grow it with right yeah. like and if you fucked up and you pick the wrong people start again
0: <laughs> amazing so um thanks for joining me you want to tell people where they can find you what to expect
1: like yeah. um so uh you could go to my website aaronkerman.com my instagram aaronkerman uh and uh and yeah That's thanks for having me head. it was just super fun to hang out with thanks you. for
0: coming on a podcast i hope people enjoyed honestly um you're the American dream, like went from nothing, and at the same time, I really appreciate you. That's why I have you on the podcast because you're true, like you're r- real person that no bullshit and just always good energy.
1: Uh, yeah, no, no bullshit, good energy, <laughs> good vibes, and thanks for having me. It's super. Thank fun. you.